I love a good I love a good story. And when when you're when you're dealing with something as insidious as cancer, as as difficult as that can be, not only for the person going through it, but for the family, for loved ones, for friends, um, it can be it can be an incredibly daunting time. Well, now imagine having to deal with it for 20 plus years and then coming out on the other side and then participating in a an endurance race as a cyclist in the national senior games coming up in Pittsburgh uh, uh, soon. I mean, it's really incredible. And that's exactly where Mike Adsit, the 73-year-old Plymouth native, uh, found himself. Mike, it's great to talk with you. Good talking to you. Um, so t- tell me a little bit about you. What 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 has been um, like, what, what what is this 22-year-old ca- cancer battle uh, that you have waged and, and come out on top of? Uh, how, how, what has that been like for you? G- give me a little bit of a background here. Yeah, sure. You know, and I, I'm going to start by saying, you know, bicycling actually, I, I credit with saving my life. Really? But, yes. I I was originally, I've, I went through non-Hodgkin's lymphoma three times and ended up having to do a stem cell transplant over a 10-year period. And uh, and then the kind of the second round of that was I ended up with prostate, prostate cancer uh, in 2019, and I had to deal with that. And then, then in 2020, I ended up to have a triple bypass because of all the chemotherapy I took 10 years previous. So it's been a gauntlet. Oh my gosh. So, so then how has cycling, how do you, why, why, why did that save your life? Do you think? Well, I think when I was doing chemo, the first chemotherapy, the first time, you know, I was, I was, I was sick and I couldn't work. And, Anyway, I kind of watched this guy, Lance Armstrong, uh, win the Tour de France, and he's a cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. So it it just kind of rang with me, and I used to ride a bike a long time ago, and I said, well, I really got to change the way I live my life. And there was also some, and, and more importantly, there was some re- new research out then at Sloan Kettering saying that people that had a moderate level of exercise or fitness Cancer survivability could be fifty percent greater, and I said fifty percent. I'm in. Yeah, you'll take those odds um, any day. And 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 so then, what what was it about Lance Armstrong that uh, that that spoke to you? Well, really, two things. One, that he was a an athlete. He was diagnosed with testicular cancer, and they gave him a ten percent survival rating uh, uh, chance, and he survived it. And two years later, he won the Tour de France. So, you know, it's a classic American kind of come out of the bottom of the pit and climb to the top of the mountain story. But I think more importantly is that he founded what's called the Livestrong Foundation. And that that foundation really uh, was a catalyst in in assembling the, the whole idea of cancer survivorship. And that there were six, seven million of us, and nobody was really addressing what it was like to be a cancer survivor, and especially the things that you talked about in the beginning of, your, of, of our introduction about families and friends and caregivers, because it it really is a hard impact on everybody. It's just not just the the survivor themselves. 
So uh, as a as a cyclist, what's your distance? What, what what's what's your daily ride look like? Well, I train uh, I train about twelve hours a week on the bicycle. Okay, and and some days there are one hour sessions with you know specific uh, milestones or or you know I use what's called a power meter. So okay. there are metrics that one works with, and then one or two days a week I might do three hours of bicycling somewhere. Uh, so then you competed recently. I thought it was coming up, but it actually just passed the National Senior Games yep. in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. Uh, how, how'd you do? What What was the What was the race that you participated in? Well, I, we there were there were three races. Uh, a couple of what's called time trials, which are you know you race against the clock, and then there's another one that's a kind of I call them NASCAR races. They're kind of group bicycle races, and I did okay. I didn't place high because there were. You know, when you get to the senior games, it's like the national level. And so there are people from all over the country that are really, you know, historically top level racers. And they're set, they're in their 70s, too, and they still like to race. So, yeah. But it was it, it, I, this is my fourth senior games. And it is an incredibly inspiring kind of games to go to. There are 12 sports, 12 or 13 sports, and there are 12,000 senior athletes that come to this thing it's just it's just is so inspiring and of, of what people are doing to stay fit and healthy what have you learned through all of this what's the thing that you take away through through 22 years of 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 medical issues whether it's uh, bypass surgery or or uh, cancer chemotherapy the whole the whole gamut what what do you what do you look back on what do you take from this situation well just a few things first and it's something that Lance Armstrong said a long time ago and having being a cancer survivor and I, and I strongly believe in it, it's an obligation of the cured. And so a lot of what I do is really to survive to, and, you know, attend these events race and, and kind of inspire other cancer survivors or cancer patients or caregivers. And, and the second part of it is I, I'm the more science that comes out, whether you're whether you're suffering from cancer or diabetes or heart issues or whatever, you know, a moderately high level of fitness or strong level of fitness increases your odds of survival and it's consistently forty to sixty percent. So it's really when you think about it, it's a no brainer. What is your connection with the Livestrong Foundation? Obviously, um that that whether it was Lance Armstrong or the foundation, they they, they obviously played a, a big role in your life. Uh, after yeah. your diagnosis, but but what 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 are you what are your role what's your role with the the Livestrong Foundation now? Uh, I'm very much a volunteer, and I raise okay. money for them. Got it. It's a national organization, but you know they they you know there's 16 million now in the U.S. cancer survivors, and their programs are specifically oriented toward cancer survivorship, not you know cancer research like the American Red Cross and some of these other organizations. And it really is addressing the needs of families and. And, you know, whether it's reproductive health or health insurance or advocacy in Washington, it's about cancer survivorship. It's a great organization. Um, and I would add there's another one called Emmerman's Angels that was was started by a guy named Johnny Emmerman, who I think is from Novi, uh, mm. in Chicago now. And and it really is a cancer coaching service. And I, I'm a coach with uh, Emmerman's Angels also. Wow. Hey, Mike, it's Brian. Um, I got a question for you. I know you instruct, you do cycling instructing. 
I've been looking to get in better shape and I've been thinking about buying a bike. Is that a good way to get in shape? Is it a good exercise? I mean, I don't want to race. I'm not going to go that crazy. Yeah. But just to bike around the neighborhood, is that better than walking or running or anything? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, clearly it's more fun. Yeah. Walking. <laughs> <laughs> and I walk a lot, and I used to run, and I hate running. I, I It's hard on my knees. So, you know, uh, bicycling is a low-impact sport right. fundamentally. And it, but it, and but the benefits really come from, you know, not only just riding the bike, but learning to ride the bike well, and then kind of pushing yourself for small intervals to try to get your heart rate up because it's much easier to get your heart rate up on a bicycle and about anything else other than a, maybe inside a gym on a treadmill. But uh, uh, it's an excellent, you know, and and especially in this area, in the Detroit area or the Detroit suburban area, you know, the, the, the uh, number of bike trails that are available or bike lanes like in Ann Arbor and stuff like this, there are more and more of these all the time. So it's a little safer than, than it, than it used to be. I mean, it's, it's, it's still sometimes when you ride on the street, you're scared to death and gripping the handlebars, but, but still yeah. there are a lot of bike trails and there are a lot of opportunities to, to bicycle and, and the cost to, to, get in is pretty reasonable i think uh mike god bless you uh so happy that uh you're here you're able to do what you love to do and uh and you get some some time with your family uh it's an incredible story uh keep riding and and we'll talk to you again soon okay thank you very much yeah you got it uh mike adds it uh, of plymouth what a story unbelievable story two different cancer diagnoses did he say triple bypass um Due to all the chemotherapy he had he had received, I mean, it, it's a really incredible story that not only is he here, but still able to competitively ride. It's uh, incredible. All right, we got to take a break, get you caught up on some of the other stories that are happening. Uh, lots of weather-related stuff. We'll cover that as we continue here on JR Afternoon. Don't go anywhere.